Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. The Comic Web sells all the old time radio programs heard on our podcast, as well as comic books and more. Check out our Superman radio podcast, and we have a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. Go to our website, comicweb.com, for information on how to get them, or type the word Comic Web into iTunes and they'll pop up. This week, our podcast is an episode of Command Performance, which is a USO type variety show. This show stars Cary Grant. It first aired in August of 1942. entertainers in America as requested by you, the fighting men of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command Performance presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. (laughs) Communique from Command Performance. Our forces on the American entertainment front are maintaining contact with Uncle Sam's armed forces on the fighting front. We're pushing back the curtains of another great command performance in answer to your thousands of letters. There's much to report from this area tonight, and the man to report it, a great actor and a great guy, called back to your big show by popular acclaim of the AEF, your master of ceremonies, Cary Grant. Thank you, Don Wilson. And hello again, fellas. One of these days, command performance is going to call in the ski troopers because we've got a pile of letters from you guys that makes Mount Rainier look like a molehill. And that's exactly the way we like it because the number one job of the American entertainment industry is to give you number one Americans the entertainment you want. And brother, it starts coming at you right now. To the Green Banana Boys in Africa, to Dick Sayers at APO 832. To Stager and Walters and the gang at APO 516, and to you base workers in Bermuda, here's that sensational novelty band playing Hotcha Cornia, Spike Jones and the City Slickers.
like to throw a dozen fancy orchids to a bunch of you guys somewhere in the British Isles. You're known as the TAF, and one of you has a friend in Cambridge, Mass. The orchids are for the tough job you did for the AF. And command performance sweetens those orchids with a girl hundreds of you asked for. A girl most of you know is a screwball and a clown. Yet a girl who has one of the most remarkable coloratura voices in the country. And when I say country, I am speaking from an agricultural point of view. That old corny favorite, Jim, by Miss Joan Davis. Jim doesn't ever send me pretty flowers. Jim never tries to cheer my lonely hours. I don't know why I'm so crazy for Jim. Oh, Jim. I'll never forget the night I met Jim. I was about to end it all. But just as I was ready to jump off the bridge, along came Jim. He didn't let me jump. He pushed me. (laughs) Oh, Jim. Jim wasn't like other fellas. He didn't want to hug and kiss all the time. I was happy just to sit home with me and go. <laughs> Life. Life was one gay round of pleasure for Jim and me. Me and Jim then. Then came our first quarrel. He hit me over the head with my mother. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't mind, but Mother stabbed him with a barracuda. <laughs> All those long hours that I nursed him back to health. I didn't eat, I didn't sleep. All I could think of morning, noon, and night was Jim, Jim, Jim. I mean Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> oh, I, I know Jim isn't true. He beats me and mistreats me. Well, what can I do? I've tried and tried to leave Jim, but I can't. He keeps me chained to the front porch. <laughs> oh, but someday I know that he will up and leave me. But even if he does, you can believe me. I'll go on carrying the torch, eating out my heart, waiting for his call. I just can't live without my... Uh, what's that fellow's name again? Jim. Oh, yeah. My Jim. 
Thank you, Joan Davis. Well, fellas, we're putting this next number on a special beam aimed at Rip, Brick, and Chud at France Field. And we're cutting over to American Samoa to call on Levis, Kofelt, and the Navy medics at Tutuia. And we're answering that letter from three jungle mothers who say they're out of the mud and walking on air since they saw Miss Reza Stevens in The Chocolate Soldier. So to all you hundreds of guys who are partial to our great operatic star, here she is singing my hero, lovely Reza Stevens. Hundreds of you sat down and wrote, make it another engagement soon. So tonight, it's another command performance for America's beloved blues singer, Ethel Waters. Thank you, Terry Grant, and love and God's blessings to all you boys over there. Thank you so much for inviting me back. And this time, how about listening to A Woman Without a Man, quite appropriate. You look around nature, and what do you see? 
bird with a bird and a bee with a bee. When you listen to nature, who do you hear moan? That miserable misfit who travels alone. This sermon has a moral. Tomorrow it ain't new. The Lord wants everything two by two. And a woman without a man is like an architect without a plan. It's like a face in Casey Street without a Woman without a man, a lady without a gem, is like the first of May without the rim, is like a resident without a resident, a lady without a gem, like a brush without a bristle. Like a toe without a missile, nothing else but. And honey, can your heart surrender to a thing that wears suspenders? You're in a rut, in a rut, a gal without a guy. It's like the Alamo without the pie. In fact, there is no misery much meaner than a woman without a man. A woman without a Department that almost all of you are skilled in. But with all respect to your talent, 
We're presenting tonight the world's greatest master of the good old harmonica. In other words, the lip lute or musical spare rib. By command of the Army and Navy in the Hawaiian Islands and Uncle Sam's armed forces everywhere, the Bolero and Larry Adler.
Thanks very much, Larry Adler. Every once in a while, fellas, your letters asking for two famous comedians cause a young hurricane around command performance. So hold on to your G.I. hats, for here they come. Abbott and Costello! Suppose you walk into a restaurant, and the waiter places over here a platter of beans, over here a great big juicy steak. Now, which one of these two would you eat? I eat the steak. You would. I like Do you know where that steak comes from? A cow. A cow. And you, just to satisfy your selfish appetite, you let them go out and kill a poor, innocent little cow. Now, I'm killing cows. Yeah. Do you know what that cow gives? No. That cow gives milk. No, she don't. you got to take it away from her. All right, never mind the remark. That cow gives milk. Who does that milk supply? Little babies, little innocent cuts. Without that milk, they'd perish, die. But you don't care. Just so that you can have your steak, you let them go out, kill all the cows, and let the little babies of the world starve to death. I'm a love. Yeah. I've killed babies, cows, putting people out of work. You realize what you're doing? I'm back in the country just because I won't eat mustard. Now, blame it on mustard. You still haven't answered one question. Why don't you ask me there? something with a little sense to it? Will you answer it? Go ahead and take a crack at it. All right. Make it easy. All right. Say you walk into a railroad depot. Any depot. Say the Grand Central Depot in New York City. Now, you walk into that depot and you buy a ticket. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. All right, I well, what are you buying a ticket for? I'm not buying a ticket. What are you doing in the depot? <laughs> ask me that again, slow. Now, don't get excited. I asked you to ask me something easy, well, did I? simple enough. Now, ask me something easy. You're in the Grand Central Depot. What are you doing there? I don't know. Well, what does anyone go to a depot for? Two or three things. We know. Look, uh, I'm only asking you, what are you doing in that depot? I'll go away. That's the boy. Now, there's no harm in that, is there? No, no. Where are you going? I'm going away. Where? Why don't you let it go at that? I'm going away and that's that. But, I mean, you know where you're going. I know where I'm going. I just don't go on the railroad station without knowing where I'm going. I didn't see I you. know where I'm going. Well, tell the folks out here where you're going. I am going away. Where? Where? I'm going away. Well, where? Where are you going? You know where you're going, don't you? Yeah, I know where I'm going. I mean, there's no secret connected with oh, it. No, no. You're not ashamed of where you're going, are you? What I've got to be ashamed of. Well, where are you going? I am going away. Where? I'll go to Baltimore. I don't want to go, but I'll go. Baltimore. What's the matter with Philadelphia? What have you got I've got nothing against Philadelphia. Then why did you have to pick out Baltimore? I've got friends in Baltimore. Suppose you had friends in Philadelphia. All right, then I go to Philadelphia. And what happened to your friends in Baltimore? I'm not talking to them anymore. Look, suppose your wife was in Philadelphia. Then I go to Chicago. Ah, oh, what? Hey, what do you ask for? Thank you, Abbott and Costello. Well, fellas, one of the command performance gals who keeps frequent dates with hundreds of you is Ginny Sims. And Ginny is here tonight, especially for the engineers at APO 860 and for Susina at APO 960. And hey, Susina, I hope next July the 28th you have a big party for you in Passaic, New Jersey. And Ginny's warbling tonight also for the Marines at Cristobal, for Callaway and Everett, and for Russell over there in India. 
Hey, you guys in Barracks 20 at APO 251, are you on the beam? And the same to Powers of APO 953. And to Poppet and your buddies at APO 954. With a big hello from the state of Ohio. To Dean and Kane at Kanoki Bay. To Dennis and the gang in Barracks 32 at Honolulu. And to all of you, here's Embraceable You and Embraceable Ginny Sims. pilot says in the flying fortress, let him have it. A few more seconds, it'll all be over. Yes, sir, another command performance is almost over. But just like those flying fortresses, there'll be many more to come. Thanks a lot for the great letters you write to command performance, and for giving the American entertainment industry this privilege of serving you. This is Cary Grant, speaking for the United States of America, 
where we never say Heil to anyone, and where the one big job today is beating Heil out of the axis. So long, fellas. The American entertainment industry salutes to you fighting men of Uncle Sam's armed forces and your friends throughout the world. Thanks again for those letters. Keep them rolling into the station to which you are listening, and the answers will come rolling back to you each week and every week till it's over, over there. This is Don Wilson saying good night from Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam.